Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. My name is Susan Goodson, your host of Our Stories Matter. I am the mother of three children who have struggled with addiction. And so our topic today is about how do we hold on to our hearts while loving an addict. And our leading lady today is my dear friend, Patty Solares. I think I said that right, Patty? Solares? Yes. 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 Okay. Solares. Yes. Okay. I asked Patty to join us today to help moms understand how to better keep their hearts intact and not lose themselves while loving their addicts. And Patty and I have talked numerous times about if this is even a possibility, but I believe that we can do it, and she's here to share her story. So good afternoon, Patty. I'm so glad that you could be here today. Hi, Susan. Thank you. Thank you so much for this honor. Okay, so please take a minute and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, gladly. Uh, I'm a proud mother of three adult children. Um, One of them struggles with addiction and I'm a wife and I'm an executive assistant at a very successful biotech company and I live here in the Bay Area. And, and you I'm, have also, grand- I'm also from Guatemala. And I have, yes, I have two grandchildren. Yeah, you have two grandbabies. I love Yes. Babies. Okay, so are you ready for some questions? Absolutely. Let's do this. All right. All right, here we go. Let's jump in. So I know that you have a story of courage, tenacity, and hope. Are you comfortable sharing that with us? Absolutely, yes. Okay. Tell us. Well, I, you know, I don't have a monopoly on the suffering that goes on with addiction. It's very prevalent in my family, unfortunately. Um, my father died in his addiction. He was almost a lifetime alcoholic. He died at um, 63. And then, um, of course, when you're brought up in that type of environment, that's all you know. So then I went and I married someone who struggled with addiction. I married him and proceeded to have uh, three babies with him. One, the first child, um, her name was Eleni, and she died at almost four months of sudden infant death syndrome. And then I had, after that, I had two beautiful boys right after she died. And then when I started seeing that life was unbearable with um, him, I said I did not want to give my children that life that I had with my father. So I decided to divorce him 
when my kids were really, really young, I mean, Manny, uh, my oldest, he was three years old, and then Christian was one. Um, I proceeded to get married again because that's all I knew. I got married at 18 on my birthday. And so all I knew, yeah, all I knew was to be in a relationship. Of course, I was seeking that which was not given to me, right, and that acceptance Mm -hmm. and that love. And so you search for love in all the wrong places, you know, not trying to be that song, but that's exactly what I did. And so husband number two, wonderful man, wonderful human being, helped me raise my two boys and gave me a daughter. I have my third daughter, um, Angelina. Uh, I'm just a very, very proud mom of her. She's Yeah, so then um, I felt like God in the universe returned a daughter to me. And, um, yeah, I I proceeded living with, with, with John and I thought was going to be a good life, but I wasn't, I just wasn't happy, you know? And so then um, I divorced him because I thought life is too short and I have had, I'd been struggling all my life and I said, no, and it's my time to be happy. And I married uh, my childhood sweetheart. Mm. Um, his name is Willie. I was, I was 11 years old when I met him and um I just, he was my crush. And so we, God and destiny and the universe decided we could be together. And so we're living now, um, let's see, it's almost, yeah, 21 years of of marriage. And he has been my rock when I um, discovered that my middle son, uh, Christian, was beginning to have the tendencies that his father had. And so it's been a struggle he is 33 years old now and still struggling, mm-hmm. but I have never left his side. I have never left his side. I have learned to love him. Most importantly, I've learned to love myself and my life, and in doing so, helping him relieve some of that guilt, right? Um, addicts are very, they, they, they get really bogged down with so much guilt of all the things that they do because of their disease. And so in showing my son that, yes, you have this disease and I love you, but when he's in his disease, disease, I love him from afar. And when Mm -hmm. he's sober, he knows he could count on me. And I I continue to live my life. It is the most difficult thing, most difficult thing. I mean, I've been through, I forgot to tell you that, um, the boy's father proceeded to kidnap my oldest son when I divorced him. So it was, um, I've been through alcoholism. I've been through my child's death. I've been through the kidnap of my son. I've been through all of this, which is heartbreaking. But this addiction from, you know, with Christian, oh, has broken my heart, has broken my heart. But it has not, it has not killed me. It has made right. me stronger. So how old was Christian when uh, Manny was kidnapped? Christian was one. Okay. Oh, no, and sorry. How... He was two. He was two. Okay. I'm sorry. He was kidnapped at four. Okay. So so Manny was four and Christian was two. And how long was Manny gone? Two and a half years. So it took you two and a half years to get your son back 
because your ex-husband took him back to Guatemala? Correct. Okay, Correct. so you were fighting to get him back over I borders. Was. Over borders. Okay. Yeah. So, so looking at that, looking at the idea that for whatever reason you have a two-year-old that is we we are as human beings we seek meaning even as a two-year-old we're like what's going on what's happening why is this Mm -hmm. happening where's my brother my mom is crying what's going on and we don't know how to give that meaning except for to make it about us because that's all kids get to do and they're like there must be something wrong with me that this is happening so do you think it's possible that that when Manny's dad took him and left Christian behind, something happened inside of Christian that said, I am not good enough for my daddy to take me to. Do you think that that may have led up to some of his need to use in order to live through the pain of all of that? Yep. I. he um, had to develop this coping mechanism at his mm-hmm. young age of two. And then mm-hmm. going through that, and then two years later, his sister was born because I jumped oh. right into another relationship. And I have, I'll never forget, I have, a, I have a video of when I'm changing Angelina, and he's looking at me, he's four years old, and he's like, Mom, I always thought it was going to be just you and me. Oh. Right? And and it it's so imagine you know the middle child syndrome right is his brother's gone his dad took him home you know his dad even though he struggles with addiction he was a very good father mm-hmm. you know and um so he felt that love those first two years of his father and then it was taken away from him abruptly and then on top of that i wasn't i mean i was so young i was what i was 28 29 you know, and so then God, I knew nothing. I thought I knew, you know, but I knew nothing. And so I didn't know how to deal with a two-year-old and then, I mean, and then a four-year-old and then my, you know, my daughter being born and I just, I, I became an obsession to get Manny back. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, it wasn't until this woman, this beautiful friend of mine, she told me, you need to look at the blessings you have in front of you. You need to let go of Manny because mm-hmm. you have Christian and you have Angelina. You have your daughter. You have a daughter, a beautiful daughter, and you're not concentrating on them because I just wanted to get Manny back. Mm-hmm. And that's what changed. That's where everything changed for me. I physically lifted my hands and I said, I'm giving you my son. You know, I'm... I'm that when you just let go, let God, and two months later, or three months later, that was January and April of 1995, I got my son back. Wow. Miracle. Yeah. That's the, that's the power of surrender. That's Correct. really the power of surrender. Um, okay, Patty, we are going to take a quick moment and recognize one of our supporters um, okay. and partners. So please stand by and we'll be right back. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, 
National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the United States and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and partners. Okay, Patty, so back to you. So, can you tell our guests how you and I met? Yes. Um, it's a lovely story. Actually, it's one of kismet, and I believe in also the universe and God just putting us together, knowing where I needed, I needed it the most. I was sitting at a restaurant with girlfriends of mine from high school, and they saw that how sad I was and how distraught I was of everything that was going on with Christian. And they're like, "Do you have any support? You know, and 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 there must be support out there." And they're like, "Go into Facebook." And going into Facebook, I found your 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 page, let's say, and I looked you up, and you accepted me, and we just started sharing. And then um, I recognized that you were an author of this book called uh, Letting Go of Shame, Letting Go of the Shame. Mm-hmm. And when I saw and, and recognized that you are a mother of three that struggled with addiction. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't even fathom that idea because I was barely making it with one. I couldn't imagine three. And so um, I read the book and that book changed my life. And Mm. so that just, I just kept, I just followed you, Susan. It's really what I did. I just kept following you and then would go to your retreats and just, you know, I, the coaching session with you and yeah, you and that book changed my life. I love it. What about it? In, well, what inspired you to buy the book and can you share a couple ideas on what resonated with you that helped you? What inspired me was there's this woman that could take the time to write a book about her three addict children, I I needed to know about. I needed to know more. And I needed to educate myself more. That was one. And the other, what resonated to me was the dignity part. The dignity, when you have an addict child, their dignity is, like, very low. Their Mm self-esteem, everything about them. And so, and the guilt, right? And so I was taught, that by letting them go and letting them pick themselves up from the ground up, letting them feel whatever it is that, or go through whatever it is that they have to go through without me helping him was giving him his dignity back. And I loved, or I love my son so much that, um, that, that changed my life because once you let go, Mm-hmm. And you let God and you let the universe take care of them and you take care of yourself and there's dignity in that. I wanted to give him his dignity back. I don't know when he lost it, mm-hmm. but him getting that dignity back was so important to me. And I had another um, addict tell me, do you love your son? 
do you really love your son? And I was like, what, what kind of a stupid question is that? Of course I love my son. And he said, let him go. Let him be homeless. Let him live in the streets. Let him do whatever it is that he's doing because he's killing himself slowly anyways. Right. So let him go and and you will see. And you have to start living your life. And I took it to heart. And that's what I've been doing. Do you think it's possible to love an addict without having your heart breaking all the time? Yes. I never thought that that was possible ever. But yes, yes. Through education on the disease, you have to get educated. Um, Yeah, reading books going to support going to support um groups and loving yourself because mm-hmm. we have to be very selfish about our own lives we matter we forget as mothers we forget that we were once human beings wow. without children and if we could go back to being that person i had to go back to patty because i had lost right. her since mm-hmm. 18 i've lost her and mm-hmm. so that journey of getting to know me, of of just loving myself and saying my life mattered and I deserve to be happy regardless of what my children decided to do, that was excruciatingly hard but very, very, um, uh, what do you call it, very rewarding. Because, yes, I now have learned that it's a journey. It's not something that, oh, once Christian stops um, using drugs and drinking, I'll be happy. No. Happiness comes in moments. Mm-hmm. And that's, the happiness is within that journey. So now, even though before my friends would, let's go out, let's go do this, and I would be, I didn't want to. I wanted mm-hmm. to, I didn't even want to work. I didn't even want to live. I wanted to be in bed, and I want to be sucking my thumb and crying all day long. But when I would force myself little by little to do it and just do and do and do and go out and have fun, I discovered that I could have happiness in these moments, even though later on at night I would think about him and cry for him and all that. But they were moments of happiness, and I deserved them. Mm. You know, it's interesting. I think when we start out as uh, dealing with the pain of loving an addict, it's like a rosary bead. And the rosary beads have that little tie in the, you know, that ties the beads mm-hmm. together. And they it's like the, the, the beads are the suffering and those teeny weeny little connectors are those moments of peace. And as we grow and learn about the disease and recognize that it's not our fault, the beads become the peaceful moments and the little connectors become those glitches where we might hurt for a minute. It's sort Amen. of like yes. it flips. Um, did you feel guilty of not being able to help your son? Oh, yeah. There were, there were times when I remember when he was homeless and he would say, Mom, I just, I just need to take a shower and, you know, do laundry or whatever. And I, I, would, I would let him in, take a shower and all that. We would feed him. And then to have to drive him back to that shelter was one of the hardest. I mean, just driving back from the shelter to the house, I would just be sobbing. And, and, and before, the pain used to linger for days. And now, I'm not going to lie, I mean, 
when he <clears throat> falls back into his disease, um, I feel the anxiety, the pain, and everything that you go through when, when he's in it. But now it, it no longer lingers. Now I have my tools, and, mm-hmm. and those tools are so powerful to me. And you know it. I mean, it's like when I feel that I'm going to fall off the ledge, you're the first person I, I, I will text, and I'm like, I need one minute. I just need those, mm-hmm. those, 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 those tools to be I need reminded, reminded of them again. Um, what are, and that's what, what, are some, what are some of the tools that you use? I use the fear, right? It's just fear, false evidence mm-hmm. appearing real. So right. um, I'll never forget. I was like, oh, my God, he's drunk, and he's going to come here to the house, and he's going to drive that way, and he's going to go kill somebody. That's my biggest fear. And mm-hmm. then you're like, no, no, no. No. What is it? What are the facts here? The only thing that you know for a fact is that he's drunk. He has he's not shown up in your house. You don't know that he's driving. So you just focus on what is real and not the fear of what right. could be. Right. Stay in the moment. You know when Stay when in our, the moment. Yeah. When our minds start to feed us false stories of the future, we're in trouble. That's yes. that's when the fear hits, the depression hits, the feeling out of control hits, and and we spin a whole story that makes us sick, and it it doesn't even happen. It doesn't. Ninety nine percent of the time, it doesn't even happen. I know, I know. Our minds are so creative, you know, and we're just trying to grasp some sense of control, and we don't have any. We, we have don't none. have any control over this. He's, his, what I recognized, and I think you've recognized it as well, is that my children's journey on this earth was, was designed long before their dad and I got together and conceived them. It's, there are no mistakes. They are here in exactly the place they're in to learn whatever lesson they came to this earth to learn. Yeah. And, and as moms... I think we have to get out of the way. Absolutely. And you've, you've taught me to get out of the way and to just give them back up to God and okay. just let him. I just love him now. Before, I remember I used to like, I remember one time he would be drunk or high or whatever, and I'd hit him over the head. I'd slap him. I would be like, okay. what are you doing? You know that. And now I've learned to just love him. I just love mm. him. It's not his fault. You know, no, he, he is a victim of this disease, and he's got to figure this out on his own. And all mm-hmm. I could do is love him. Mm-hmm. I remember when my oldest son um, ended up homeless in a van with his girlfriend going to a food line. And I had a friend that was the CEO of the YMCA, and she would let them go shower there. You know, and now... Last weekend, he got married to his childhood best friend. It took him 30 Aww. years to come together. But, but a lot of that happened because I quit trying to save him. I was like, right. you know what? If you're going to fall, you're going to fall. And, and what I liked about what you said just a few minutes ago is that you know you have a responsibility to live your life while you right. give him the dignity to live his life. Absolutely. I am a creature of God. I am a daughter of God. 
And mm-hmm. he gave me this life, and it's a beautiful life. I have a really mm-hmm. good life, and I have to treasure it. And another thing that really helped me is to focus on my gratitudes. If every mm. single day, every single day, I could, regardless of what's going on with my son, if I have five or ten things or fifteen things that I could list on my journal because I do I journal, um, mm-hmm. then I am one blessed person. You know, wow. I mean, it's like I have to I have to live in in, in gratefulness. Mm-hmm. That that will change our lives. When, when you can focus on what you're grateful for. I listened to a podcast the other day that talked about um, having a life loves you journal. And at the end of every day, you write down five things that showed you how life loved you today through people. You know, we can't yeah. have miracles without one another. You and I got to connect and, and the miracles got to be created because we were like-minded mothers who had broken hearts who came together and said, you're not alone. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Patty, just in case our listeners may want to reach out to you after the show or they have any questions, is it okay with you if they connect with you, if they have questions about, you know, the, what is, how, how can, how, how, how did you get here? Um, of course. Okay, how would you like them to contact you? Of course, um, my personal email is um, L-I-L-I-P-A-T-T-Y-65, Lily Patty, okay. Lily Patty 65, mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Okay, and when, you, and when you got the book, did you get it on Amazon or did you text me and say, can you send me a book? I can't remember how you got it. It was Amazon. I got it through Amazon. I got that one. Okay. The second one about um, the God's whispers, when God whispers. Or, or, yeah, yeah, when God whispers. Yeah. That one. Uh-huh. That one. Um, you sent me. Okay. And tell the story quickly about when I when I did that retreat and you and I had never met. You were like, "Oh my gosh, I we gotta go!" And you brought your girlfriends to a retreat in Sedona. Yeah, there were, it was myself and then, um, what was it, like four, four mm-hmm. other women, and mm-hmm. they were also, it was just, it was just kind of like the, the vines, right, and it was just like, right. every, you you were touching me, and I was the one that touched my girlfriends, and they went, and they enjoyed it at the time, and there's one, you know, my daughter's godmother, um, Luch, who is still part of the yeah. pack right I mean it's yep. like yeah yep. yeah it, it was it's kind of like when you um for lack of a better it's when you find Jesus right and you want everybody else to know right and you want to um spread the word and if it sticks with one person then um then so be it uh, you feel like you touch one life and and that and that's there's a blessing in that yeah, I am so grateful that um, that you and I were able to connect and become friends. Um, I'm, I think mine. we're running out of time, so let me just say that I'd like to give a special thanks to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. And after our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscriptions and podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, 
iTunes, Spotify, Google, Podcast, and iHeartRadio. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening. And as soon as we hear the music, the show will be over. So, Patty, is there any last-minute advice you'd like to share with the mothers out there? Yes, always um, let go, let God or let the universe, um, and just remember you matter, and Mm -hmm. it's okay to be selfish with our lives. Mm Mm-hmm. And and you really believe that whatever is going to happen is part of the divine plan for your son. Does that make it's it hard. easier yes. for you not Absolutely. to be so afraid? Yes, mm. it does. It just it helps tremendously. I just um, once you have that faith that um, things happen the way it's supposed to happen. There are no coincidences, and there's always always a reason why things happen the way that they do, and you're going to be better for it. Mm-hmm. And they are too. So, Patty, thank you so much. Um, you are thank a, you, a treasured friend, and um, and I am so grateful for for having had the courage to write the book because I thought God was crazy when he told me, and then to have mm-hmm. an editor that said, you need to go as deep as you possibly can because I didn't want to relive those moments. And she said, the difference between having a good book and a great book is to go deep into your heart and share your heart with those other moms. And so in my doing that, it got to help you. And in helping you, you got to help others and continue to help others. That's the only way. Mm. Well, thank you. Thank you, I, I appreciate you. All right. Have a great day, Patty. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.